Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at Western New York with news, features, and special guests. Now, here's your host, Brian Rusk. I had the great pleasure a few months ago of having dinner with our guests in Florida. And these are two people who do so much for America because they love this country. And um, I'd like to mention uh, who we have on the program. Now, you've probably seen Noel Nickpoor on Hannity, Waters World, Cavuto, heard her on Imus in the Morning. She's a top uh, conservative Republican uh, spokesman and panelist on all these shows, particularly on Fox News. And she's been on Hannity uh, from for the last uh, many years, 39 times. She was on Waters World many times and on Cavuto on Business 12 times. So she's a very articulate spokeswoman. And we also have with us today Charlie Joyce, and he's one of my heroes. He's a quiet guy. He's in the background, but he's a very powerful man. And if you watched international news a couple weeks ago, there was one man next to the President of the United States with a pipeline legislation passed. And there, and Noel's cheering right now, you can't see her on radio, but uh, when President Trump signed the legislation, he handed the bill on pipeline legislation in Texas to Charlie Joyce and gave him the pen. Do you still have the pen? I do. Okay, yes. don't give that up. I can't, you can't buy those pens. No, you can't buy them. It's like a meeting the Pope. You can't do it. So we're very honored to have these two uh, great leaders who give so much of themselves at no compensation. Let's talk about Donald Trump. You're on national TV all the time, Noel, talking about Trump. And, yep. and Charlie, you know Trump very well as the National Republican Committeeman from New York State. Let's rate Donald Trump. What do you think? Well, first of all, you know, uh, being someone that's um, I'm on Fox News, Fox Business, probably about four times a week. That many um, times? Yeah. Um, ever since uh, I've taken up uh, an apartment in New York, I'm pretty much close to the studio, ready to rock and roll. So, um, you know, this discussion comes up quite a few times on uh, different panels uh, about his job approval, what he's been doing for the economy, um, you know, like the guy, dislike the guy, you know. Uh, I know the other side, the left side, can't stand Donald Trump. But you've got to admit something. He promised his his voters what he was going to do when he got in office. And, you know, by gosh, he really has delivered on his promises. You know, he can he can check them all off. And he's been met with a lot of resistance. But you guys have got to admit, like him, dislike him, he has done what he said he was going to do, from tax cuts to jobs. Um, he said that we were going to be so tired of winning, we wouldn't know what we're doing. And really... 
you know, truth be known, we are winning. We are winning every time he sets a new policy. And I was there at the Republican National Convention with Charlie Joyce, and he made all those promises in Cleveland. And I want to say one other nice thing about Charlie. We had about 10 students from Franklin Pierce University from uh, Ringe, New Hampshire. And they were kids 18 to 22 years old, and they were doing interviews that were then placed in the Boston Herald. And Charlie spent an hour with those kids. He didn't get paid for it. He didn't, Charlie... And we had one unsuccessful try to meet because we couldn't get past security. But Charlie is the kindest guy. These kids couldn't buy pipelines. <laughs> they couldn't even vote on the floor for Trump. But Charlie spent an hour uh, with these young people, and he made their day. Uh, Ray Trump, Charlie Joyce. First of all, Brian, with uh, with you mentioning the uh, the Franklin and Pierce kids, those are our our future leaders and our and and the the, uh, the the future of our Republican Party and. They were. It was great to see them there and see their interest in the process, and so I was. I was glad to help out. I always you were great. See, they were so like thrilled. to see young people involved. So, uh, rating Trump, <laughs> President Trump. Uh, uh, I'm like everybody else. Sometimes I cringe a little bit with the way that, uh, way that he handles things, the way that he verbalizes. But again, as Noel said, the results are there, and and he stands up for what he says and he's not looking over his shoulder every minute or every time he says something uh, wondering what it's going to do what how many votes it's going to cost him he's looking out for the best interests of the U.S. So, so. And you're right. Charlie's really right on that. And I think that that's why you've got so many people uh, trying to oppose him on the, Dem- on, you know, on the Democrat side because they are up against somebody that has actually made promises to the American people. And he's kept them, which has long been a problem in politics, people making promises and they can't they can't keep them so this is going to be a very difficult uh spot wouldn't you agree charlie that a democrat's going to have a really hard time running uh against somebody that actually has delivered on policy yeah no i i agree i I find myself looking forward to seeing him standing up in the date with in a debate with the 25 or 40 candidates that have announced (laughs) today looking forward to seeing how they handle him in in a face-to-face situation where he can talk about his accomplishments and the accomplishments are pretty lean on the other side well and you were talking about him delivering and one thing that three or four presidents said they were going to move that embassy um, from uh, Tel Aviv to Jerusalem and all these presidents for the last 20 years they all said they were going to do it Trump gets in he does it (laughs) I mean so there's a good example now the economy I mean, it's really doing very well. I know that uh, Charlie Joyce is frustrated in New York State because he sits on top of all this natural gas and he can't frack it where he lives. And then he has to send hundreds of people on the road every week because they can't do business right beneath them in Wellsville, New York. But nationally, outside of New York State, it seems we're doing pretty darn good with, what, a 3.2 percent uh, national growth rate uh, with the GDP. Quarter, that's right. Yeah. So let's talk about the national economy. How is Donald J. Trump doing with the national economy? Noel Nikpour of Fox News and Charlie Joyce, National Republican Committeeman from New York State. 
I mean, look at the Dow. I mean, did you remember when it broke 20,000? People went nuts. And now look at it. I mean, it's just hovering around 26. I mean, it's it. We've never seen numbers like this, you know, with the, some of the tax cuts that he did. A lot of people, a lot of corporations, um, you know, passed that down to workers and they created jobs. And, you know, the argument from the left is, uh, you know, a lot of um, it created a lot of buybacks. Uh, but there's nothing really wrong um with some of the buybacks that you know i think that got a bad reputation but it it didn't deserve it well as a as a businessman i'm able to plan with some certainty now about about what i'm going to do three or four years down the road instead of trying to react to something that pops out of washington that throws another roadblock up at me you mentioned brian the uh the situation in new york state with the with the energy and the and the right. basically uh, the blockade of drilling and that sort of thing, it, and so be it. The other states, uh, the, the economy's rolling great, and our governor just seems to ignore the, that fact. With Pennsylvania, Ohio, West Virginia, neighboring states are are doing very very well, and a lot of it uh, has to do with energy production. It's sad that we can't do it, but it, it, it's a big plus to the overall economy and to, and to the stability of our country. We are energy self-sufficient, and it seems to drive the left nuts. It drives them crazy that uh, we're not at the uh, behest of the, the, the Middle Eastern nations. So I'm, I, I, I'm happy. I, I listen all the time to, uh, to other uh, corporate executives and, and people who say this is, this is unprecedented. For, for many years, we haven't been able to look forward to uh, a stable economy, and I think we're we're headed towards that now. Very good. For those who just tuned in, we're very honored to have a national celebrity with us who's on national TV, I guess, four times a week. Mm-hmm. You might as well stay at Fox <laughs> while I go home. <laughs> Noel Nikpour, who is frequently on Hannity 39 times, and this probably you're up to 50 by now, Waters World, Cavuto on Business, and I miss in the morning. Also with us is the National Republican Committeeman for New York State, uh, Charles Joyce. He's also chairman of the board of Otis Eastern Service, LLC. They're involved with pipelines out of Wellsville, New York. If you're listening in Wellsville, Montreal, Washington, D.C., drop us a note. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. Special thanks to pancreatic physician, Earl Compazzi, also Charles and Caroline Todd, who've written 33 books, the Eon Rutledge series, New York Times bestsellers, and Ambassador Charles Gargano, who has a new book about 9-11. little plug here, ESPN 1520 is streaming. You can listen live by going to our website, ESPN1520.com, and clicking on the radio.com or listen tab. Western New Yorkers love their traditions, and the Ampol Legal has been writing about Polish-American traditions and events for over 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper, as well as recipes and a calendar of events. Don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance by reading the Ampol Legal. The Ampol Legal is available in many Tops and Wegman stores. For home delivery, call 716-835-9454. That's 716 to have the latest news from Poland and Polonia in your mailbox each week. 
Now, we're going to talk about what Charlie Joyce was on international television for in Texas. Big press conference covered by the World Press, and that's the pipeline legislation. And as I said before, Charlie Joyce was handed the bill, handed the presidential pen, and the picture was on international news. It was um, uh, praised uh, locally, where we tape, by Bob McCarthy is an enormous ab- event, and he also wants to know about this coveted Medford Cup, uh, where you have that award. Uh, that Bob McCarthy told me to plug that in. So before we talk about the pipeline, what is this Medford Cup that Bob McCarthy's talking about? It was a one-time-only event in Olean, New York, where Bob used to work for the Olean Times-Herald newspaper, and it was hosted by Bob's good friend, the editor-in-chief at that time, Chuck Ward, and it was a silly Olympics thing for for older men who should have known better. And well, you were a young man. That's, that's yeah, 39 well, at that years ago. I was a young man, yeah. but uh, it, it, it involved a lot of games and, and things that... Uh, some of the things are better left unsaid, but right. I was the winner, the ultimate winner of the thing with about, out of about 40 contestants. So where's the award? Where is it? I have it. I have it in a safe place at home, and, and uh, I may bring it out Okay, I'd like to see but, it. But I'll, I'll show it to you sometime. But All right. I enjoyed it. And Bob is, uh, uh, he gave a really fair assessment of, of what uh, uh what this situation was about, what it, what it was, the, the ex, these are exactly, uh, actually executive orders, uh, not legislation, although mm-hmm. they will be backed up by some bar, bipartisan legislation that we have working its way through Congress and the Senate right now to, to, to allow us to build the infrastructure to move the energy that, that we have discovered around the country. And we've, dis, we've discovered vast, vast supplies of natural gas and oil, and in order to move it from the producing fields to, to the to the uh, user states and, and industries, we've got to, to, to add to our pipeline system. And, and what's happened is that certain uh, uh, state governments have, have used the Clean Water Act to, to, to block any type of construction and, and, and using it in a way that it was not intended to, uh, to be used. It, 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 certainly we want to protect our resources and build things correctly, and, and, and we do that as an industry, but, uh, but They've gone far beyond that. So the executive orders give us a, a, an initial push to, uh, to to work through that process, and and that that's why I was down there, and, and it was also held at a national training center for uh, for pipeline workers uh, built by the contractors that who I represent, and and the International Union of Operating Engineers, a 500,000 member trade union, to train people in our industry, which we desperately need. These are young people, veterans, people that 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 don't go to college but have skills and uh, so, so it's a real thing it's a good thing for jobs it's a good thing for national security and, and uh, that's why I was down there because I've been working hard to well to aren't you the national this. president of the pipeline association well I have been I yeah mean, I ran their labor committee for 30 years and so uh, yeah I have been and, and it involves contractors from all over the the world and and it's it's a good group, but the, the uh, engineers and any owners, people like National Fuel Gas here in Buffalo, uh, worked hard on this legislation, also. Before we switch it over to Noel to talk about uh, energy in America today, I'd like to mention that 
I asked Charlie Joyce to come up to Damon College in Amherst, New York, specifically to talk about pipeline needs and legislation. He gave a great speech, and he understands that stuff frontwards and backwards with technical details. And I understand from Bob McCarthy that Charlie gets in the ditches, he gets all muddy and dirty, and he won't return phone calls. Because <laughs> he's so busy. He's, no, that's he's, because he's you're not needy. supposed to have the, the, your cell phone with you when you're working. That's, okay, okay. That's a company rule. <laughs> that's a good rule. Yes. Noel, we're talking about pipeline legislation. Charlie was on international TV with the bill, with the president, with the pen in Texas. How are we doing with energy matters? Are we doing great in America today? Yeah, you know, I, I think so. I think we're making great strides. And it's policy set forth uh, with somebody like Charles Joyce that really kind of helps push things like this along. Um, one thing that I'll note, you know, not only is the, the National Committee man for New York, but, um, you know, I do a lot of national fundraising for different candidates, mm-hmm. you know, from Tom Cotton to, uh, you know, Governor Greg Abbott, uh, Governor Asa Hutchinson, um, you know, and so forth. And uh, Mr. Joyce has always uh, been very willing to financially put his money where his mouth is, and back these candidates. Um, well, that's because he works so hard. Yeah. He probably puts in 18-hour days. It, didn't, it wasn't handed to him. No, but he really believes in in the uh, GOP platform and what it stands for, um, you know, which lower taxes, less regulation. Um, and one of the things that I believe that's really helped push this economy along uh, so well is not only the the tax incentives and the tax cuts but it was the uh, loosening loosening up of regulations and i think that you know from the uh, fda to uh, many many other organizations you've seen a lot of the uh, restraints pulled off and you can actually get some things done get some meaningful legislation passed and i think that not enough credit goes to um you know, these uh, loosening up and doing away with uh, some of the uh, regulations. Very good. For those just tuned in, we're talking to a national uh, panelist on many news programs on Fox, Noel Nickpoor, and the National Republican Committeeman for the State of New York. And he is also president of Otis Eastern Service LLC of Wellsville, New York, Charlie Joyce. If you're listening in Cheektowaga, New York, uh, Toronto, or Northern Florida, drop us a note. We'd like to hear from you. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. We always read cards and letters from Europeans. Uh, We have received letters from Scandinavia and New Zealand with our 50,000 watts of clear channel power on ESPN AM 1520. Let's talk about the Democrat House. Uh, I'm sort of puzzled. They kept saying for two years, this Mueller report's going to come out and we're going to listen to it. We're going to follow it. And that's the end. All of a sudden, the Mueller report comes out and they say that there was no collusion, no obstruction of justice, and they keep pushing this, and, and Adler keeps pushing the investigation with Schiff. Uh, what can we make of it? Are they just a bunch of crybabies and sore losers? Well, you know, um, I'll put my two cents in. Please. Uh, I, I really feel like um, they didn't get the results they wanted. I really feel in my heart of hearts that they thought 
that Mueller was keeping his cards, which he did, you know, close to the vest. And nobody knew what was going to happen. No one really knew what was going to be in that report. And I really think that they thought that uh, they were going to get Trump on something. And when the air was let out of the balloon, uh, I think that they are absolutely uh, beside you know, uh, themselves with uh, with wishful thinking. With that said, I think that a lot of Americans are ready to, you know, whether you don't like Trump or you do like Trump, ready to move forward and, and put it, you know, behind them. I did an interview last week uh, for CNN International, and one of the first questions they asked me is, you know, do you think that the House you know, that they're going to keep pushing and pushing for impeachment after the Mueller report and after, you know, uh, A.G. Barr read his, you know, uh, final thoughts on the report, his summary. And I said, you know, sadly enough, I feel like that they are, because what exactly, other than running on, you know, uh, discrediting that report that they were waiting on, um, are they going to really be running on? Um, But it it shows that the international community, you know, CNN International, it shows that uh, they're very interested to see what our house is going to be doing uh, with regards to the president. I don't know. It's it's just unbelievable, I think, ab- abuse. I mean, I have a lot of fights in my life, and when I lose one, as General Haig would say, you just dust off your shoes and move forward, but these people won't dust off their shoes. They're wedded to the past. Right, and even Bernie Sanders. Look, I disagree with Bernie Sanders. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's a self-acclaimed socialist. He said something, and I really appreciate what he said. He said, look, he was on a town hall on Fox. He said the Mueller uh, report is out, and that's it. Let's not try to proceed with impeaching Trump. Let's get over that, and let's talk about issues that really matter. I want to talk about health care. I want to talk about, you know, this and that. But he really, uh, I really respect him for saying, let's just leave this where it is. They didn't find anything, so let's go forward, and let's not get stuck in the past. He probably knows they'll lose seats like they did with their Clinton, Monica Lewinsky. The Republicans lost six seats in the House. Charlie, how do you see this uh, Democratic uh, Situation: Are they overplaying it? Is it going to kick them in the rear? I, I agree with Noel that uh, what else do they have to offer? They, they don't have a platform. They don't have solid positions on, on the big issues that they're complaining about. What do you do about immigration? What do you do about, about taxes? What do you do about health care? What they do is complain about what the, the, the Republicans have done, and, and they can't run on the record for the last eight years because we didn't get anything accomplished in eight years of Obama. We, we truly didn't. And, and, and one of the things that, uh, that got the, this administration off to a, a slow start was trying to, to, to get some work out of the multitude of agencies that just hadn't done anything in eight years. It's really, well, we, yeah. They went into empty shells and found bloated numbers of people who didn't want to do any work and didn't know what they were there for to begin with. And it's, it was just stunning to to business people who went in there. Well, remember Obama, you know, he passed Obamacare, you know, Affordable Care Act, and we are now, it was it was not what he said it was going to be. So we're af- actually having to dismantle that. And the other thing was the green job movement that Van Jones was to head up, and they were not shovel ready. He didn't create any, any jobs. So, I mean, a lot of things that he promised 
just either he delivered and they didn't work out because they weren't well thought out or he just didn't deliver it couldn't be done yeah no, I, it's, it's tough because you had to rebuild what was there as well as as move forward with the with the, the new program so and obama promised you can keep your doctor you can keep your insurance company and the rates will go down they've probably doubled or tripled uh, since that time let's talk about um something that's very offensive to uh, Catholics, Christians, Orthodox Jews, and that's abortion at birth or even after birth. And when this was passed in the New York State Senate, senators were cheering. And it's sort of unusual in New York State, we keep murderers alive, but we kill babies. How do you feel about this thing? Is this going to reverse and hurt the Democrats in the long run? Yeah, I I do feel that 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 will hurt them in the long run, and and it's to, to, for New York to take the take leadership in in that type of movement just shows you what what kind of problems that that we've created by allowing the Democrats to take control of both houses of our of our state legislature. The, the, and it's the, barbaric. The, yeah, I mean, it's, no, it's certainly barbaric. barbaric. Certainly After barbaric. a baby is huge born, with yeah. It. yeah it's, I mean, the, the 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 whole concept is 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 beyond belief and so yeah i mean how could it how could again they they run with with that as their calling card yeah border i mean it's it's abuse <clears throat> as well i mean you're you're dealing with a life yeah. it's it's just uh it goes above and beyond abortion i mean whether you're religious not religious uh you know just be a human being and look at the situation it's uh we're better than this Absolutely. Uh, it just disgusts me as an American. Uh, we have a couple minutes left on the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520 to 17 states and much of Canada. Let's talk about the future of America. Are you optimistic? Is Trump going to get reelected? Are you going to have more conservative um, economic policies in America? How does it look? Well, you know what? I have learned something as a political pundit on national television. We were all wrong. We all thought that Hillary Clinton, I mean, there were a small percentage that thought Trump was going to do it, but we were looking at all these states, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and we were like, there's, you know, there's just no way. And I'm a Republican, um, but um, we were proven wrong. Not only did Donald Trump win, he smoked her. I mean, he absolutely blew past Hillary Clinton in, in the electoral, I mean, just, just ate her lunch so you know it i think everybody went back and kind of looked at <laughs> how they were um, uh, kind of dissecting the numbers here because we didn't see an undercurrent of people that felt like the democratic party was not really representing them didn't care uh, we've identified some of that group as the working man now here's the twist Right now, if you get someone like Bernie Sanders, if you get Elizabeth Warren, you know, if you get some of these extreme left, um, Trump is probably going to win again because it's the same uh, shtick that the uh, the person that didn't feel like that they were uh, cared about or they were forgotten about. Trump's delivered on all his promises. They have jobs. You know, it's the chicken in every pot. Um, everybody is, is pretty happy. So you have a great economy. It's very, uh, why would you vote somebody out when things are doing so well? And the policies that someone like a Warren or Sanders are trying to promote are scary and they're unknown. Why would you do that? So if someone from the left that's far left 
is going to be the nominee. I think Trump has a huge chance to be reelected. Where you get into trouble or where you have to have a little bit of concern, you guys, is the Joe Biden who kind of, uh, he has a great backstory. He's got a really back, you know, good backstory. He's from Pennsylvania. Um, he is, he used to be considered far left, but now with all these real far left, <laughs> he's, he's actually kind of moderate. Yeah. I'm sorry we have to cut the program off. Uh, we're very honored to have a, a national uh, panelist on Fox News so many times, probably 60, 70 times on Noel Nikpour with us, and also the National Republican Committee man from New York State who's done a great job for the Republican Party nationally, Charlie Joyce. And special thanks to Kevin Carr, Director of Production for the last 15 years. Have a great week. You've been listening to The Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at the Western New York community with news, features, and special guests. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write to Brian Rusk, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14226. Stand by for a test of the emergency alert system on WWKB Buffalo. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.